Hi, welcome to this episode of the Baby Developer Show podcast. My name is Nathaniel Akemwa and I will be your host. Today's guest is my good friend Thomas Mission. He is a computer science student based in Manchester. Together, we spoke about university life, hackathons and Black Mirror. We had a few issues with the audio, so the sound might be a bit choppy. However, I had great fun recording this and I hope you enjoy listening. Enjoy the show. What's it been like for you? First of all, like the elephant in the room, it's not you, but the elephant in the room is always like, how are people doing in coronavirus? Like now, you know, how before you used to go, hey, how are you? Fine. Now we don't just yeah. go, hey, how are you? Now we go, how is it in lockdown? It's like, how are you dealing with this massive life-shifting, altering experience moment of history kind of thing? It's crazy, right? I like the fact that you said moment of history because like, I know for a fact that I'm going to be telling my children stories about this. Like, maybe, exactly. maybe I will chat a bit of nonsense and make up some stories that aren't true. I'm trying to think of some stories that might not be true. But how are you doing in this quarantine? I'm doing good. Um... I think the fact that uni is just constantly being like, hey, we're pushing back your deadlines to give you more time. Um, we're trying to help you out with this thing. And it's kind of been like, it would be helpful, but now I don't feel like I have to do the deadline anymore. Speaking of, speaking of like unis and deadlines, so me and Miles, actually, we went uni together. And so we had the teacher strike in our final year of uni, right? I'm not gonna lie, I thought that was terrible. I thought everything went went crazy. But then I feel like I am lucky in comparison to students now. We dodged a bullet. I mean, like we've had back-to-back uh, strikes and then COVID. So it's like a huge transition between just, hey, heavy full-on teaching to, hey, you're gonna teach yourself the rest of the time because we aren't gonna be around or like when we are around it's gonna be completely digital yeah i find that very interesting i think all the people who predicted that there's gonna be a day when like no one goes into a classroom i'm not gonna lie i was one of those people that thought that that was nonsense that we would always at some point have a physical classroom however those people like a lot of people are getting proven correct like recently so like those people they're like their dreams will come true i'll agree with you there it's been a massive difference with um what's been going on in the world there's been a huge like shift in um like the british politics everyone's kind of become a lot more sympathetic and it, thank goodness because it's like we need empathy at this time we need the resources at this time and it's not a time for just bickering which i'm so thankful for kind of like bittersweet right because like there's been so much cool stuff happening but at the same time why is it that everything had to go so badly before we started doing all the good stuff absolutely um going back to what you were saying actually about people talking about their like no physical classrooms and stuff uh, and these huge transitions there's been talk of like becoming a cashless society which is something that i've always personally wanted so my it's... my brother, he is see, all right, you know there's there's certain type of people and maybe you're one of these people, so don't take offense. It's not a bad thing, alright? I love my brother and he's one of these people. There's certain people that are on the cryptocurrency train. Now I'm not saying cryptocurrency is useless, 
right? I'm not saying it's useless. It plays. It's gonna have its own space in society. I just thought yeah, that there was a massive hype that came about. There was, and it was very false uh, inflatory. Like basically, a lot of people jumped on the bandwagon kind of thing. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I did dabble a bit, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it just wasn't for me. It was too aggressive, so and it was just any cryptocurrencies. I don't own any cryptocurrencies. I do own shares, though. Okay, yeah, same, same. Which same. now is a bad time to be a shareholder. It depends, <laughs> depends what company. It's crazy how that 100 Bitcoin, I remember when, like, that wasn't a lot. I, like, I fully remember mm. when Bitcoin was basically nothing for, but only nerds knew about it. Now, I'm not going to act like I jumped on a train. I never did. But I knew about what Bitcoin was. And it was funny when my mum started asking me about it. I'm like, yeah, it's a thing. It's been a thing for ages. Yeah. No, I remember like having a chat with um, some of my old friends in high school. And they were like, oh, have you heard about this thing called Bitcoin? It's like, it's like eight pounds for one Bitcoin. I was like, what can it be used for? They couldn't give me a good answer. So I was just like, why? Why should I bother? Have you seen the way the markets no. go up and down? That like, if that is not trolling, I don't know what is. If you look at the graph, it's literally just spikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's it's like the perfect roller coaster, right? Imagine that. Absolutely. Imagine a roller coaster. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's actually see what the Bitcoin price has done over the like. Yeah, it 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 does kind of look like a roller coaster. It's. <laughs> It's got a couple of, it first goes all the way up this year, in the last mm. year, so like 2019. 2018 was mad. But I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I, so I do think that some form of cryptocurrency is the future. Really? What I'm curious about is whether it will be something that is so bereft of, um, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? Bereft of like government control. Like, I find it very hard for governments to just be totally fine with there being a currency that they cannot influence in any way. It's gonna have its place. I mean, I just never think it will yeah. become the most mainstream. Now, if you were to tell me that governments were going to make their own cryptocurrencies, I'd say yes, that's possible. Because I mean, mm. look at the way they're able to just print cash. Imagine if you told someone that that ability was just gone. I, yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree that there is going to be some sort of cryptocurrency in the future, but I don't think it'll be free from government. Just, I, I think it's this whole idea of they know best, and so let's just leave it with them, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I hate to say it, but they've been proven that they don't <laughs> many times. Yeah, no, totally, totally. I get you. I wanted to talk about hackathons. So this is how we met. We met at, wait, did we meet at a hackathon? Which hackathon was it? Oh yeah. It was Hack the Midlands. Hack the Midlands. That was an awesome one. So Hack the Midlands is, is one of the big hackathons in Birmingham and it's a combination of all the Birmingham universities and students get together and take part in a hackathon. And some of you maybe don't yeah. know what a hackathon is. How would you describe a hackathon, Tom? Okay, so I would describe it as a Makeathon where you can 
scramble around desperately for ideas for about eight hours, feeling bad about not coming up with one for like the first couple of hours. Um, you then realizing, oh, there's an interesting workshop going on in about 20 minutes. I'll go to that instead. Um, being inspired by people um, and what, uh, what is around you and the different challenges. It's o overall just an amazing experience that is truly unique. And I feel like if everyone, everyone should at least attend one hackathon, whether that be like a student hackathon, a company-led hackathon, it's just something that's amazing and i've only ever won one hackathon but i've attended like six or seven um so it's it's just an amazing experience that allows your creativity to blossom your team working skills to really shine and introduces you to a bunch of different things that you didn't think that you would experience yeah one of my favorite times for it was someone when they said it was an invention marathon like like it's just yeah. the whole idea yeah. of like making something and i'm not gonna lie like university was important in me learning to code but the most important thing for me was hackathons because a lot of what i decided to specialize in was because i was at hackathon and i said oh i want to try building something and then i had to learn so much new skills to be able to build the thing and then eventually i was able to graduate into getting paid to do it so it's not too bad and I think the good thing about hackathons was I used to love going to events. So I used to run some hackathons as well. And it set me up for this gig that I do now. You used to do Anvil hacks, didn't you? Yeah, so I went to Goldsmiths University. So Goldsmiths, like a smith. And because of that, our hackathon was called Anvil Hack, which is like what a, gold, what a goldsmith would bang the gold on. And it was pretty cool. So because my uni was like a liberal arts uni that also did a CS degree, you had some really cool, amazing um, sort of artsy type of hacks. So people weren't just trying to build business use cases, but they were just building stuff for fun, building like art projects, um, all sorts of silly things. But it was so fun because I got to learn, I got to hang out with people I loved, make um, lots of new friends. And it's definitely something I would encourage anyone to do. Even if you've left uni, some university hackathons still let you come back. So definitely try one out. Find one near you. Can you tell us a little bit yeah, about I'm... a hackathon that's running right now? Near everyone. Cheeky little plug. A little there. plug. So basically, you can't get more close to this hackathon because if you're watching this live stream, you already have access yeah. to it. It's taking over the Ethernet. <laughs> Um, basically, Hack Quarantine is a take a bit of time off in these next like couple of weeks um, and just really have fun with programming, um, team building, creating an interesting project that you think could help somebody um, facing issues of COVID-19. Um, it was set up by um, myself, Jack, Will, and there's so many people. We've got a team of 20 people working on this. Um, and when I say it was last minute, I mean it was really <laughs> last minute. We had about 100 hours of planning before we launched the live stream. And we've just kept it running ever since. So um, we're streaming live on Twitch consistently. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty cool, actually. Yeah. So on Twitch, different yeah. people are all together and they're building all sorts of amazing cool things. 
which I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of the team that paired together. Well done, you. You all did. Um, amazing job. They're even running online workshops, which I think is really cool. So last week, I did a Twilio workshop um, showing people how to get started with Twilio. I guess talking about hack quarantine, I could talk a bit about uh, what I actually do. Um, oh, we completely cause... forgot about that. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> there's so much going on with hack quarantine. There's, uh, as we say, the live stream, uh, the workshops. Um, there's so many different roles that people have been given. Um, like, for example, we have an awesome person who was actually at Hack the Midlands called Tom, Tom Good. I thought you were, I thought you were talking about yourself for a second. I was about to be like, this absolutely amazing person called Tom. Tom. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so my role in the team is basically just, I am the publicity manager and also content curator uh, like curator so you can find me wherever there's an announcement to be had or wherever there's a um a workshop that needs post-processing so uh i'm responsible for the kind of beginning and the end processes and everything in between is just a weird blurry mess <laughs> well it's not a mess people are having fun like how many people do you have taking part because the numbers were crazy right Yes, so we've got 3,180. Like, I remember when it was 2,000. You hit 3,000 people yeah. on an online hack. That is amazing. Yeah, so we broke 3,000, I believe it was on Sunday. Wow. Um, are officially in six continents. We just need to get somebody in Antarctica to, to call it, it off. all right. seven. If anyone knows any like polar exploration uh, camps or any anyone over there, just hit them up. Tell them it's a great experience. So, another question: You're still at uni, right? So I am. Yes. At uni. What uni are you at? So I'm doing software engineering, a bachelor's degree with a placement year, um, and I am at MMU. And I don't know why it took me so long to remember MMU. that because it's probably been. What does that stand for? Yeah, Manchester Metro. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So I forget that people don't know uh, about MMU. Uh, Manchester Metropolitan University. It's a great university. Um, I'm in my second year of studying. Yeah. It's it's a brilliant university. Enjoying it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the support that I'm getting from people there is great. Um and yeah, I'm really looking forward to going back in about a year and a half's time because placement, isn't it? Yeah, it's getting to that time. So you're in your final year and everything. Oh, you're in your second year, my bad. You're in your second year. Yeah. But tell me what's your favorite thing at uni? What's your favorite like thing about uni? Because I know like last week we were talking about unorthodox roads into Texas. This is the baby developer show. We're talking about unorthodox roads, yeah. uh, unorthodox routes into tech, into tech, and university yeah. is more traditional routes. So tell me a little bit about your experience at uni. What's your like favorite things about it, and some of the things that you didn't necessarily love? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I love the fact that I can go into uni, socialize with people who I know have got industry experience, and they're just really down-to-earth people who really just don't they, they, they just care so much for about what you're doing but really don't have 
any like distractions with what they're doing in a way. Okay. The people at uni, uh, especially the lecturers as well, they're so focused on what they're doing uh, in terms of teaching, but as well as their own research. It's so focused. Um, like I was having a conversation with one of my, my lecturers the other day. He's uh, big into Internet of Things and into games dev. So they've just allowed him the crazy budget to go and build a um, like a motion tracking studio. That's where your name um, a year is going. So tell me about your placement year. Basically, I am going to be working at the UK's biggest gin and whiskey distributor nice. uh, for my a software developer. A gin and whiskey. I feel like this was just an excuse for you to to get free alcohol. But go on, tell me what you'll be doing there. So I'll be. Uh, they want me to start doing ad hoc projects for nice. them uh, initially. So they want to completely revamp their picking um, hardware and software that they use in the warehouses. Cool. Um, they also want me to do something kind of cool, which is. Kickstarter for whiskey or like homebrew stuff. So uh, Kickstarter as an idea, but change it so that you have the idea of um, like there's this guy in Mexico who has his own homebrew beer. Uh, and if everyone thinks it's a really good idea, everyone should back it. And then eventually he has the um, capacity to increase what he's brewing and become his own uh like distillery or that's pretty brewery cool, one thing i find very interesting actually it's just the way you said it is because of certain certain companies have come and disrupted a space so much that people now use that thing to describe other things so for example uber now everyone says oh i'd like you to make uber for insert x service here or like Airbnb for yeah. insert Kickstarter for it's so interesting the way like tech is just changing our lives. Mm. Yeah. And it's, it's you don't say, oh, I'm going to get a taxi there anymore. I'm just going to Uber it. Yeah. Or... Yeah. I, so I would have stopped using Uber if it wasn't because so Uber has a really cool thing when you, if you're linked to a business account, you can like, so rather than having to expense Ubers when I travel, um i'm able to use like business u business uber uh, which is really oh, cool um but when i'm at home i use something called captain which is okay. which is why i think the reason though i know captain is because i know the software developers who work there i found that whenever i know software developers who work at a company i'm more likely to use yeah. their products um okay. yeah do you, do you ever experience that That's where it. you know people who work on something and then you use that software? I can't say I have like ever done that though. Um, with me, it, it's always been a case of I am a bit of a Google fanboy. Um, so I will happily shill out to my corporate overlords. Um, like I've got a Chromebook. I've got Chromecasts, I've got, uh, Google Assistant started around everything. So you're, I've so you're got like two a Google sets. person. So I'm an Amazon person. I'm not going to say the A word because it's also interesting the way now there is this brand loyalty with technology. So you're either Google's or Amazon's or whatever's. 
but when I know someone who works at a company and it's a good company, I will 100% use that thing. So like I've moved up to Monzo uh, for like for banking. And that's just because I know a lot of the people who work at Monzo. Um, okay, not yeah. a lot. I know a few people who work at Monzo. So so that's another thing, interesting thing, actually. Um, E-banks uh, and digital banking now basically replacing all old-fashioned banks, brick-and-mortar banks. Uh, you've got Monzo, you've got Revolut, you've got Starling. It's just like, I haven't really quite got in there yet. And it's, it, it, it's a game that I'm not quite ready to play, I don't yeah, think. Yeah. So they're like these That's new banks that have, they're kind of like startup banks. And usually they seem to go around this whole like user experience approach to banking absolutely and i'm not gonna lie i love monzo so monzo used to sponsor a lot of the hack funds i went to when i was in uni and they gave you an api so like i've got a couple of like little serverless functions that run every time i make a purchase and tell me off okay it's supposed to make me change my behavior but it didn't <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that sounds awesome. Yeah, so um, they've they restricted how much they gave, like how much you could do at first, but you can still do a pretty like quite a lot with Monzo, which I really like. As See, that's another thing. So I've been drifting away from Revolut because it's just like, yeah, you've got cool international currency rates, but Monzo seems to have a hell of a lot more. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a big Monzo fanboy. It also helps that I have friends who work there, so I'm only gonna say great things about Monzo. And they have amazing customer service. Like that's one of the things. And yeah. for me, the big thing is that they're transparent. So I really like that. So all right, we've been talking about just different things about how like the world of tech is changing the universe, really, and the way we interact with everything from banks to people zooming video calling yeah so now my next question is what do you think is if you just had to, to guess what do you think the next big thing is Tom? Ooh. i know that was, a, that was a random question that i just threw out on you but uh, okay actually um, let me let me take let's take it back what's one piece of technology you really want to like suddenly grow and change the world so i want to say things like nfc, NFC. i think the nfc is undervalued like an undervalued thing um people use it for payment at the moment and people can automate actions with the little stickers that you get Oh, it's so I'm cool. gonna be one of my friends. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. One of my friends, when I went to their house, um, they have a piece of paper that said, "This is the Wi-Fi code," but you can just tap your phone on it. So you tap your phone on it, yeah. and it puts the like Wi-Fi parted on via NFC, and it was like, <laughs> and like that's the thing. We've got NFC capable phones now, NFC capable smartwatches as well. One thing I want to see is that mixed with Internet of Things technology. Mm. Internet of Things already quite a growing space. Um, you've already had things like uh, smart speakers completely dominating the market now. It, you'd be hard pressed to go into a um, 
into a house and not find a spark like a smart speaker i think yeah so what i mean my granny go on my granny even has one so it's just like the fact that you have um a companion capable of doing something combine that with the nfc technology and make automated actions that affect your living environment seamless mm. so if i gave you an unlimited budget what would yeah. you what would what would you build in your room like just in your room if you had unlimited budget you had all the best like experts as well to help you build whatever you wanted what system would you would you have so oh, one the, thing the, the way I... you prepped for that question you're like so <laughs> all right go on one thing that i heavily like not rely on but idolize almost is black mirror like if you have not seen black mirror is that a, wait 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 in a good way or a bad way because i love black mirror but that's creepy okay. yeah so lots of people take black mirror as a hey it's a um a twist on what could happen if technology went wrong basically yeah uh how it's visible how it's loopholeable how it, it's it, how it's basically going to end up killing people in the end <laughs> yeah i idolize it because i see such amazing things like um <laughs> so, sorry I, I, I just find it funny go on keep going there's a thing called uh, there's an episode called 15 million points oh, um that okay continue so the um 15 million points is basically... Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, Love that actor. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you are in a... You're in an environment that's basically a wraparound screen and a bed. And anything that you want to be going on in that room can be played. I'm not saying I want, like, wraparound, like, LCD TVs on all my walls. But the idea of being able to control things like my entire environment be taken somewhere that's so sense like sensory so sensorily different i don't know if sensorily is even a term but something that's so audibly visually different from like minute to minute like you can alter it like that fair enough is just something that entices me so much and that's where i'd love to see um technology just push to is being able to completely control someone's living environment. Well, I mean, and, that, I, yeah. I guess this is where also like VR and AR come in as well. Imagine like having the NFC like experience and then having like VR take part in, sorry, AR specifically take part in that as well. That would be like amazing. Now, I feel like we, we, we kind of have to address this question, right? Um, so what is your favorite Black Mirror episodes? I think my yeah, favorite one is Hang, Hang the DJ, like, which is another one that had a kind of positive one at, you know, at the end. I love Hang the DJ. Ooh, it's a tough one because I want to say something like, um, I've forgotten the name of it, but it's basically, I think it's the, the first episode of season three um, where you have uh, a girl who's constantly looking for likes, constantly looking for a social rank, uh, a oh, social yeah. ranking, basically. Yeah. And how that affects you with things like getting a house and stuff. And it's the idea that we live in such a, the idea that that's such a dystopian future kind of thing. 
but okay. it's not at all. We're literally there. We're, we're literally one step away from basically saying, hey, look, so because you're this social rank and because this number is associated with you, you can't do certain things. Like, we've got credit scores. What are credit scores? Credit scores are literally just a ability of how trustworthy you are with money. That's true. So you have this, like, number associated with you already. How far is it until we eventually basically just end up relying on people for a quote of how good a person you are? Oh, see, like, those things are very interesting. I think one thing which, and maybe this is me just being a bit cynical, is that, like, one of the... Mm good and bad like technology is great because it amplifies whatever we as humans want to do or whatever we as humans do yeah. it amplifies it and if we're doing great things it makes it even greater i think the one always things that scares me is that like things that humans do that are not so great also get magnified as well but like i, I definitely see where you're coming from because i know that like a lot of I, th- I think i heard that in china they already kind of have a system like this well, it's not just people, yeah. but then the downside is, right, is like humans, we're such fickle, emotional creatures. <laughs> we like, we, we people get offended over the smallest things. So like, while I see like that could have some positive impacts. And that's something that would obviously need to be ironed out, but you've got things that I want so. One thing I going back to the question you said uh, before about a technology, I the reason I love NFC so much is because it's so widely used, but so underestimatingly like not used as well. Undercapitalized. Yeah, undercapitalized is probably the like amazing term to use. Um, I want to get an NFC implant into my hand. Okay, my, one of my friends actually because, has an NFC implant um really yeah i find that very interesting i think yeah that always i think i've watched too many sci-fi movies <laughs> yeah. i do find it interesting hey. though how like life is imitating movies mm. more and more and more it's pretty cool it's like the future it's it's almost like when we were young and we had like infrared and then we had bluetooth i feel like nfc is the next one so we have a system in the uk called oyster cards um and we've had them for years actually when did like in london when did oyster cards come into play must have come like 10 years ago because i was no i was like nine when oyster cards started so they're these little cards and you can put money under two thousand what is it two thousand 2003 so what 17 years ago yeah Yeah. so you got these things you can put money on them so they're kind of like the metro card um but what was great was eventually so on your bank cards eventually i'm gonna learn from you you have this little (laughs) icon and this little icon means that it's got contact this and the great thing is now instead of using this i still use this because i put a monthly travel card on um you can use yeah. this card and use it on the trains and the buses and and everything which is pretty cool because now i don't need to top that up um and then now you can use your phone so like if you are ever visiting london you never need to actually worry about scanning 
um, or getting like travel if you have Apple Pay or if you have a contactless card. So like, I get what you mean where that's the future, it's great. Cause you can just travel around. Yeah, exactly. So, and things like having an Oyster card written to your hand permanently, you never need to remember your card. Fair enough, fair enough. Let's go. I've got it on my watch actually. Hey folks, thanks for listening to this episode. You can find me on Twitter at ChatterboxCoder and today's guest at Thomas underscore Mission. You can also watch the recordings live and get access to extended content on Twitch at twitch.tv slash chatterboxcoder. I'm always looking for more guests I have on the show, so feel free to slide into my DMs on Twitter. Thank you so much for joining me and keep on building.